as hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldred Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. How we doing? How in the heaven are we doing? And when I say we, I mean you. I'm talking to you, boo. And by boo, I mean all of you. Because I love you. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Uh, hey, man. Hey, woman. Hey, man, woman, and multiple human beings. How we doing? Are we enjoying the holiday spirit? I hope we're enjoying the holiday spirit regardless of thy religious practices, beliefs, or non-beliefs. I hope that the holiday spirit consumes you with the feeling of love and joy. Um, some of you might really appreciate that and some of you might want to throw up right now. But I, I don't want to invoke a negative um, feeling toward that. I am being, on, I am being genuine and, and enthusiastic about it. I'm in a good mood. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't want to, um, I wouldn't want to make the Ebenezer Scrooges nauseous. You know what I mean? I would genuinely want to make the Ebenezer, the Ebenezer Scrooges take off their top hats and go. You know what? I like the what I like what this guy's putting down. Speaking of top hats, I was uh, at one of those outdoor. They have them all over New York, especially during the holidays. These like, it's not a flea market, but it's like those like little one-day markets or whatever. Uh, I think during the holidays near Bryant Park and near the Macy's building um, on Broadway, there's like uh, a bunch of like tents or whatever you want to call it set up, and they've got all kinds of scarves. I bought some scarves. I bought a nice scarf the other day. Uh, I was tempted to buy some earmuffs, but I had some earmuffs on my ears, and I said, Mike, don't be selfish, right? If you're going to buy some earmuffs, buy them for somebody that needs them, rather than just buying it for the aesthetic look, because these ones are more furry than the ones you have on. Um, I, I got off on this topic right off the bat because I saw a top hat for sale, and I'm not going to lie, I wanted, to, I wanted it the moment I saw it, but there was... Uh, there was some weird decorations on the hat that took away from just a nice felt or velvet, whatever it was, black top hat. It had these like things that looked like uh, a Monopoly guy would wear. You know the Monopoly guy that has the one like glass eye that he holds over his eye when he talks very cocky in the movie Ace Ventura when nature calls? Um, well, unfortunately... Um, there's a thing on the hat that reminded me of that guy. I don't know how to explain it. It looked like like some like a clock design, like the inner workings of a clock, if that makes sense. Like a, an old stopwatch, an old pocket watch. Inner workings, like circles inside of circles and like gold designs. It was on the top hat and it was like, come on, man. I, you're ruining the top hat with this dumb Monopoly guy design. I don't think that uh, they call it the Monopoly guy design, but hopefully you guys get somewhat, you get the idea, hopefully, that um, the top hat was ruined by by this dumb external accessory. Um, you know, I feel like I'm, I want to bring back to the top hat from the 1920s and 30s, right? I mean, I think anybody that knows me can can, can see me wearing a top hat with my suit down uh, doing business meetings and showing up in a top hat uh, I think I think it'd look I think it'd look boss I think it'd look very boss status um, aesthetics guys let's let's start with this let's I just shaved right shaving if you think about it doesn't serve much of a functional use it's more of an aesthetic um, it's more of an aesthetic however Speaking of fashion and aesthetics, if you feel good, then you play good, right? If you look good, then you might feel good. If you feel like you look good, at least, then you might play good. Whatever it is that you're 
doing for work or, or a sport. And if you play, if you feel good, you play good. If you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. Right? That was our football motto. That's why I used to wear really dank Nike wristbands on my calves and my forearms because I knew how to accessorize the Nikes on my feet. You know what I mean? I knew how to Odell Beckham Jr. my accessories. Um, hope he's doing well, by the way, uh, recovering. Um, yeah, sucks that he got hurt. Anyway, um, that's for the football people out there. He's uh, number 13 for the New York Giants. Lucky number 13. Um, a very exciting player to watch, nonetheless. Uh, like the, ter- the current day Terrell Owens. All right, back to aesthetics, though. I shaved for nothing more than aesthetic. It does feel cool, though. It, like, it, it, it's smooth. There's a little bit more of a bite when the winter cold hits thy face. Um, but I like that. It's like it's like spearmint on my face, if that makes sense. The taste of spearmint or that feeling that you get when you're chewing gum and you breathe in some cold air, I get that on my face. Um, and it's great. I'm here at my apartment slash studio slash studio apartment slash comedy studio slash whatever. Um, what else am I... I took a shower. I just did laundry. I'm excited. I know that you guys don't care. You don't care that I shaved... Because you can't see the difference. You can't see it before and after. You have no frame of reference unless you know me personally. Um, and if you do know me, right now I look like I do when I shaved. Um, and if you don't know me, then you can just appreciate my breakdown of aesthetics. I think it ties to fashion. I'm wearing one purple sock on my right foot and one black Mickey Mouse sock on my left intentionally and at home. See, I do me whether there's anyone around or not. Does that make sense? I'm wearing one purple sock because I come from Eureka, Missouri, Eureka High School where purple and gold, the Wildcats, purple is royalty. Uh, and I got it on my right foot because the right hand is, is symbolism, yo which we're going to get into when we talk about Star Wars here a little bit. But I'm getting deep without even... I'm not going to... I don't want to be distasteful, right, with my depth here. I don't, want to, I don't want to scare you away by explaining what I mean by right-hand symbolism. Those of you who know what it's about know, and those of you who don't are going to be intrigued and maybe find out later when I discuss Star Wars... I think there is symbolic meaning behind Luke's right hand that is missing. Anyway, um, well, I I guess we'll find out in episode 8. I'm going to talk about that in a bit, though. So hold your water, ladies who are pregnant and about to uh, burst. Actually, my buddy, Danny Relicker, just had his first uh, daughter. He had his first child, him and and Annie. I call him D-Annie. Helligerth is my nickname for him and his family. I was going to get them embroidered bath towels that said Helligerths, but um, my buddy's daughter, actually they named her, her nickname is Ray her, her long her, 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 her baby name is Reagan and they, they, uh, they named her Reagan and it's perfect, they, it, there was no symbolic tie to Star Wars but she was just born I think on the 8th um, she's beautiful uh, check him out on Instagram, I'm, I'm, I'm really repping my boy Danny right now Daniel Helligerth um, and uh, I, I was the first one that said, "Hey, just like Ray from Star Wars," and I was really, I was really proud of making that connection. So I, I get credit for that. Um, so yeah, uh, we got the Mickey Mouse sock on the left. Speaking of Star Wars, Star Wars now owned by Disney, which I don't know if you guys own any Disney sock. When I've heard, when I heard that Star Wars bought. The right, or sorry, Disney bought the rights to Star Wars. I immediately bought shares of Disney. Um, I, I only bought a couple shares, but I bought shares nonetheless, and that's what matters, right? It's like Monopoly. Um, I bought like five shares of Disney, and you know what? Who cares? That's I'm excited about it. I'm excited, and I'm probably gonna sell my uh, stock because I'm impatient. I'm going to sell my stock after the release of episode 8 here. I anticipate that the stock will increase for the first few weeks after the movie is released. And then it will go stagnant for a while. 
it will increase a little bit like for the first six months of next year if the movie does well and with the anticipation of Rogue Two and the final episode I believe they're making episode nine which will be released in two years and I can't wait for that anyway I'm, I'm too impatient I know that um, if they do well over the next couple of years it's a good investment and the stock will continue to rise even though you know they do much more than Star Wars However, I'm impatient. I want my I want my money now. I want my my gains now. I want my Disney gains now on my five stocks because I'm impatient and I'm doing my stocks on small scale. For anybody that doesn't participate in uh, the stock market, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But just know that I'm not I'm not throwing around big boy money with my Disney stocks. So it's nothing to brag about. I'm not. I'm not pulling the uh, invincible Bradley Cooper. Um, you know, making um, tons and tons of profit every five seconds when he's on that uh, drug NZT or whatever it is. Um, so yeah. Uh, do you guys think that Kylo Ren bows to Mickey Mouse because he's the true emperor of Star Wars now? Da-da. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, going back to the aesthetics thing, um, I think I told you that my buddy left behind some cool gifts for me when he moved out here uh, in my building, including a, a very nice suit. And um, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, speaking of parchments, I just did laundry. When somebody, this is what I wanted to say. When somebody says, uh, "Hey, man, what should I wear tonight?" Or do you like this outfit or this outfit, or whether it's a guy, girl, whatever. Uh, forgive me, I'm uh, chewing on this candy cane one of my friends gave it to me yesterday. Um, when somebody says, what should I wear? You know, piss on making a evalu- piss on making an evaluation based on your subjective viewpoint. Your as based on what you think is more aesthetically pleasing, the answer should be the same every time, or at least it is from my perspective. The answer is what makes you feel happier and more fresh, bro. What what makes you feel more like you? Cause it cause then you're dressing from the inside out. You feel you're dressing from the inside out when you do that. I think it's it's you know. Uh, because if you feel good, you play good. If you're dressing what makes you feel good, you're going to play good. And you know what? That confidence that you have when you're dressed fresh, I don't give ver- I don't give a fuck if my bro is wearing platform shoes, platform high heels. If that's what it takes to make him feel like a boss and confident when we go out at night, I'm supportive of that. You know why? Because I've got my confidence. And if I've got a wingman wearing platform high heels with me, my confidence is already where it needs to be, baby. You know? I want him to have his shine up, his internal confidence, so that when we interact with creatures that we're attracted to, might happen to be females, but you know what? I'm open-minded toward my friends being attracted to whatever they're attracted to. All right? My friends and family. Um, I know what I'm attracted to, and you know what? I'm going to attract that. But if I've got a wingman that knows what he's about, we going to be flexing, son. We going to be flexing. So, anyway. Um, I'm going to cross platform shoes off the list. Ah, <sighs> man. We're having fun, you know. You guys ever seen the movie Bruno? It's one of my favorite flicks. I love... I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Borat. Hi, my name is Borat. I like it. You. Do you like me? And then we got a little bit of Bruno action. So, you know, like, being a model is, like, so hard, you know, because it's like you put, a, you put one foot in front of the other, and then the other foot forward, and then you're like, which one now? And like, ooh, the other foot. <laughs> and sometimes you even have to turn. I know, like, to sit down is, like, so stressful and scary. Anyway. Anywho, right? Uh, I had a great time. For those of you that listened to episode 36 with my papa, it was a lot of fun. It was really meaningful to have a great conversation um, like that with him. In fact, I 
listened to the episode uh, like a night or two after we recorded and I started crying because I thought it was such a meaningful thing. Um, I'm not joking. I really did. You know what? I'm not afraid because I live from the inside out, yo. I'm not afraid to share how I feel. I'm not, I'm not afraid to have my feelings on, this, on my sleeves, right? Um, it was great to have my parents in town for Thanksgiving and Coco, the little cute pup, she had her little Superman um, wardrobe uh, and as well as a jacket to keep her warm. Um, I am a little bit of a hypo- not hypochondriac, what's the right word? I'm a little bit of a germaphobe from time to time. Uh, it's something that females make fun of me for when they notice it when they are in my presence in my apartment. Um, every time we took Coco out for a um, excretion of whatever bodily function she needed to do outside, I would wipe her feet with baby wipes before letting her back into my apartment because, you know, I've got hardwood floor here and I just want to keep it fresh. I don't want New York being tracked all over my floors, so I'd be wiping her feet with baby wipes, son. You got a problem with that? You got a problem? Take off your shoes when you enter my apartment, all right? I almost got her doggy shoes, but maybe little booties, booties for her feet, but you know, you pick and choose based on your resources at the time, guys, right? I wasn't gonna Amazon now doggy booties when I thought about it once she was already here. If anybody has heard of Amazon now, highly recommend giving it a try at least I think you get a discount by the way Amazon should be paying me right now for uh, advertising for them nevertheless I did buy I made my first purchase off Amazon now it's different than Amazon Prime this is a trial run for Amazon paying me to uh, to rep them in my podcast anybody from Amazon feel free to do an evaluation do a, a, a SWOT analysis and see if my marketing tactics are worth dumping money into my pocket because uh, I dump money into yours because I, I, I like Amazon I heard Amazon's actually getting involved with Cerner which is a type of EMR I don't know if you guys have heard of electronic medical records but Amazon is joining up with them so they're getting in different markets it's kind of crazy stuff anyway um, candy cane in my mouth forgive me what I bought off Amazon now was none other than a costume. I bought the exact costume, or at least a replica, if you will, from the movie Elf with John William Farrell. I don't know if you guys knew this, but John William Farrell is not on Saturday Night Live anymore. I do think he's the funniest cast member. He's my personal, in my personal opinion, he's the funniest cast member from SNL. And I, I bought... The John William Farrell elf costume, Buddy the Elf, and I wore it out in public last Saturday with one of my buddies who was also dressed up as an elf. Give the burp there. And uh, it's fun, you know. It's fun getting people excited. You know, you, I was sitting on the subway by myself. And you, you, you attract attention. It's like, it's like having a pink mohawk. People can't just, they, just, they can't help but to look at you intrigued trying to hide a smile because they don't want to be rude right and uh, it was fun I remember sitting on the subway kids were looking at me you know they were excited people people were shouting out hey buddy you know I was like hey ooh Christmas it's snowing outside but uh it was SantaCon I don't know if you guys have heard of this feel free to google it SantaCon like uh, Comic-Con but SantaCon so everybody well a lot of people gather for a, a pub crawl type event in New York City we met at 10am near Penn Station across Penn Station on the steps of the US Post Office hundreds of people dressed like Santa some dressed like either Mrs. Claus or you know elves the idea is the majority of people dress like Santa I got to bring a little bit of unique sauce to the table because that's how I do and uh, it was it was freaking awesome. You want to talk about getting the holiday spirit 
Uh, it was snowing that day. It was the first snow of New York, so it was perfect. It was. T- I was freezing. I was in tights, guys. I didn't have a jacket because I wanted to go. I wanted to do it right. Elf doesn't walk around New York with a freaking backpack on his back. Elf, buddy, he's a warrior, all right? And I embody... When I'm going to dress up like Buddy the Elf, I'm going to embody the shit out of it. Uh, met a ton of lovely ladies. Um, we interacted with many... Many, uh, the opposite sex. It was a lot of fun. You know, had drinks. We didn't get too out. Oh, I got interviewed by, um, some guy that writes for the Daily News or something. For New York. I, I can't even remember. My friend Brian probably knows. He's been on this podcast before. But he interviewed me. And, um, maybe I'll be uh, in the paper. That would be fun. I could tell, you know, when you're talking to a reporter, sometimes they have an agenda. The conversation started off really friendly, and then I could tell he was kind of going for his slant. I sensed it. I I sensed the respectful probing, if that makes sense, Um, which was uh, asking, you know, about my perspective on how Many people don't like SantaCon in New York because they have this perception potentially of a bunch of drunken Santas going around and ruining the streets of New York and creating a ruckus. You know, much like Americans do when they go celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. For those of you who don't know, people in Ireland hate when Americans come over there and celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Speaking of Ireland, have you heard of Skellig Michael? Skellig Michael is the most southwestern tip of Ireland. It's a little rocky place, and it was in it was at the end of Star Wars Episode Seven. It's uh, basically Luke Skywalker's haven. Uh, I've been there. I, I haven't been on the island, but I, I was able to view it from land, and um, I thought it was pretty boss status. It is the most southwestern tip of Ireland, and the myth is that. Um, Skellig Michael protects Ireland from all the unknown and dangers of the sea so um, that can come in and, and hurt Ireland so Skellig Michael is there to protect all of Ireland aka Luke Skywalk Dank's haven um, I'd like to go there I'd like to go there and marry Ray personally but let's not get too sidetracked uh, we got to get back to SantaCon. And then I should probably update you on the lady life, because I know you guys have shared with me, some of you, that that you like uh, getting updates on the lady life. And forgive me for any background noise. I don't know exactly what that is. You know what? I, I do know what it is. I just uh, paused it for a second. It was my heater. It's cold in New York right now. Um, so my heater is maintaining... A certain temperature in here, or attempting to, because it's set at a certain a certain number via the thermostat. And uh, sure enough, the old uh, furnace kicked on, or whatever this thing is. I wouldn't call it a furnace. It's it's a it's like a it, it looks like a hotel. Uh, you know those like things attached to the wall, like the unit itself as well as the thermostat. And you turn it up or down, cool. Heating or cooling? Well, that's what I've got in my apartment. Pretty fancy, huh? By the way, I'm trying to sell my old uh, window unit. If anybody needs... I should use my podcast to sell... To, to, sh- to shout out, like, the 10 or 12 things that I'm trying to sell on Craigslist right now. Is this the appropriate medium? Um, I, I'm not going to do that. You know, I think you guys might actually find it funny if I did. Who knows? Uh... I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to get rid of a printer, uh, a window unit, uh, an indoor air conditioner, as well as an indoor heater, um, an iPhone six, a table from IKEA, uh, a, like a, an old trash can. Um, those are the things that I can think of off the top of my head. So if anybody has interest in purchasing 
please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, you can email laugh at michaeloldroid.com. Oh, I'm also, I, I'm trying to get rid of a TV too, if anyone wants a TV. Uh, and like a, like a Cisco conference call telephone, if anyone has use for like one of those old Cisco conference style telephones. Um, yeah, I gotta do um, business line just for comedy now, um, which is kind of cool. I haven't set the voicemail yet, but I figured, you know, if Bill Murray did that back in the day where he just had a line, just like a landline specifically for comedy and a voicemail, I may as well give that a shot, right? Because cause William James Murray is, uh, it's either William James or James William. Either way, pretty boss status, if you think about it. Uh, I think he's one of the funniest, uh, one of the funniest of all time. One of the coolest, too. He's a, He's got his own style. I like him. He makes me horny in a non-sexual way. Um, anywho. So, uh, you guys you guys excited about the holidays? Yeah, I said that. Uh, I, I decorated a Christmas. I got a real Christmas tree this year for my apartment. And I bought one that's way too big. Um, it's eight or nine feet tall. And uh, we got a nice little star on top. One of my just benefits, ladies, uh, we're not friends. We're not friends with benefits, and we're not in a relationship. We're just benefits. She hates me. I talk her about. I talk about her in my stand-up kind of. I probably talked about her on here before. Um, she uh, she decorated my tree for me. She she said I really needed a Christmas tree to decorate. Do you have one? And I, I did that. So I guess that's like, I can't believe we did something that was outside of our normal terms of uh, our defined interaction. Um, but she also fired me from Just Benefits as she was decorating my tree, letting me know that I've been outsourced by uh, another guy who uh, fits her parameters better as far as her schedule um, and, and, and accommodating her based on what's easiest for her in life. I'm not going to get too specific because I got to keep it. I know you guys want, I know when I say that it's all you want to do is no more specifics, but basically just know that I've been outsourced and it was almost like a challenge from her to see if I would succumb to competing with some guy in this world of free market capitalism that we live in to uh, to basically um, give up some of the parameters that I have to find in a relationship to, to meet the, to basically metaphorically lower my price there's no money involved with this uh, relationship that we have but metaphorically lower my price she was trying to lowball me here, and you know what? I'm not having that. I'm not having it. I am not gonna compete with this faceless ghost of a person that's willing to uh, that's willing to you know do some things for her that uh, I'm just not willing to do. You know? Yeah. I've got my standards, yo. Yeah. You dig? Anyway. Um. Nevertheless, I have a really nicely decorated Christmas tree. So I guess that was a trade-off. You know, I got my Christmas tree decorated for free while finding out that I've been outsourced, that, that my position with her has, has officially been eliminated. Um, but nevertheless, my, my, my Christmas tree looks beautiful, and I love it. Um... I have two Christmas wreaths in here. I, my place is really decorated with the... You know, I got a Santa... I got an, a second little tiny Christmas tree. I have three wreaths. One of them is, is fake that my sister... When I say fake, it's not her, what I mean. It's like, um, well, real wood and twigs, and it lights up when you plug it in, but it doesn't have, like, um, the the evergreen living things that's going to, like, die in a month or whatever, right? It's one... 
that you can have 365 days a year. The other two Christmas wreaths, some, somehow I, my mom got me one, or I got myself one, or somehow we got, I got two in the mail. And these are really nice Christmas wreaths. They, they, my place smells like Christmas. It's, it's awesome. Uh, both because of this tr- gigantic tree that I can't even see my TV. It's so impractical. It's next to my, it's in between my bed and my TV. And when I'm laying down, I actually can only see half of the TV. Um, really smart move there, Mike. And I've got pine needles all over my apartment. Um, I get a freaking water the tree all the time. It's really, it's such a commitment. You know, it's like having an animal. It's like having life in your apartment or something. Speaking of that, oh crap, I need to water my bamboo, my bamboo plants. Crap. Gosh, I need to, I need to really, you know, get my life together and be watering my, my tree and my plants. I wonder if you're supposed to water your wreaths. Does any need? Does anybody need an extra wreath? I have one hanging up, but I don't know what to do with the other one. I, I don't know how to put it on the front of my door. I need like the 3M hook thing that you like paste to your door or like some sort of like a nail or something but I don't want to like I don't want to like do renovations on my door and get charged when I move out of this place so I'm kind of in this predicament if anybody has a solution or wants like a $60 Christ mass wreath feel free Um, it's honestly like it's very holiday-y um yeah, so that's about that's about as far as we go with that. Look for me in. I know I'm bouncing all the, all over the place, but this is how I do, yo. I'm living from the inside out. Feel free to check me out in um, daily whatever the New York thing. Just I don't know. I, maybe I need to Google my name and see if any recent articles come up that I've been captioned in. I think maybe that's the easiest way to do it. Um. If anybody watched my uh, Facebook story, forgive me uh, for not singing Christmas carols on the Facebook Live with my friend Brian. We wanted to, but I think uh, I think my buddy needed a, a drink or two in him before he could work up the the muster to do a little jingle bell for you. You know what? I'm gonna do it for you now because I love you, and I don't want to de- deprive you. You know. Do you guys like uh, Frank Sinatra? I've got a, a Frank Sinatra Christmas album, and it's uh, it really makes me randy. Um, anyway, uh, I can't sing seriously. Don't you hate it when you like um, see somebody singing like really serious karaoke, and you're like, man, you're you're trying so hard to show off your voice, like uh, the people from Step Brothers, you know, the family of the jerk. Um, you know, when they're singing in the car, it's like, she's got a man. So, um, let's do a little Christmas jingle for you, huh? Um, what do we like? Rum bum 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 battle dum dum daddle bum. Run dun 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 you gotta get the horse neigh in there, you know? But, um, yeah. I'll stop and allow you to applaud. Thank you. Um, yeah, we're, uh, let's talk about Stardank, Star Wars. Um, got a little R2D2, uh, got R2D2 with me, old R2D2 today. Hey, R2D2, say hi. Thanks, R2. Appreciate you joining us and listening in. Uh, maybe after I do my podcast, you can, we can sit down and break down uh, kind of my podcast and what your thoughts were. I know you've been recording this whole thing uh, and probably making your own internal analysis. Maybe you can tell me when I wasn't exciting enough or where maybe I talked too long without saying something captivating where maybe I lost my listeners or potentially risked them falling asleep. So... Um, does that sound good? Can we do that later, R2? Alright, thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Um, so, 
we are coming up. Today is um, Tuesday, and Thursday night is the official release of Star Wars Episode Eight. I'm sure you know when, when I talk to somebody and they say that they aren't going or they aren't excited. I, I'm I'm always baffled, right? How can you not be jazzed about the Last Jedi coming? I have two Star Wars posters in my closet. I don't know if one of them is actually an official poster. I, th- I think it came from China, and I don't know which character. I don't know. There's a cloaked creature um, sitting in, in a, like, Asia. Uh, so I don't know if it's actually... <laughs> I don't know exactly what or who it is, but it says Star Wars, <laughs> you know, The Last Jedi. So... I am excited. Um, I don't know if you guys have been watching, but, you know, the the media's, you know, just um, entertainment. You know, Daisy Ridley was on Jimmy Fallon uh, not long ago, and John Bagoigna, I forget. Finn, basically, right? Finn was on. Uh, I don't think Kylo Ren has been on, but he was there earlier this year. Um, I forget his name. He's a Brooklyn guy he lives out there pretty interesting fella by the way if you haven't seen that Saturday Night Live sketch where uh, it's like undercover boss Kylo Ren uh, I think that that's a tremendous tremendous sketch you obviously have to love Star Wars or like it and be aware in order to appreciate it but um, very funny stuff so very insightful as well it gave me a boner I was aroused um, watching the sketch just because it was peaking it was stimulating my intellect. Um, nevertheless, though, um, what do you guys think? You think uh, obviously, uh, you know, Luke. Luke is gonna train Daisy. Uh, I should call her Ray. Uh, Luke is going to train Ray. That's my prediction. At Skellig Michael, how long will they be training? I mean, I'm sure that'll be the opening of the movie. Uh, or part of the first third of the movie will be, you know, Luke will probably resist, you know, he'll say, I'm done with this. I, you know, I, you know, he's heartbroken. He can't get over the fact that, you know, Kylo Ren, somebody that he had taken under his wing, did the same thing that Anakin did to Obi-Wan Kenobi, and it's so close to his bloodline. He's afraid that... You know, anything he touches is just gonna turn to the dark side, right? Um, that's kind of his. That's kind of how he's gonna come at it, and and Ray's gonna be like, "Well, I'm gonna train on my own." Then, this is my prediction, of course. And uh, and Luke's gonna see her training, uh, and over, you know, after seeing her several times, he's gonna finally be like, "Okay, fine. You you can't hold the lightsaber like this, right?" You gotta hold it like this, as an example. And she's gonna go, oh, thanks. And he's gonna be like, don't mention it. Like, really casual downplay, and they're gonna start training together. Um, and meanwhile, Kylo Ren is gonna be going back to the Snoke character, uh, taking on the next um, phase of his training. Um, you know, because he's basically... Uh, he hasn't just gone to the dark side, he's invested... He, he took all his resources and everything that he is and did the worst thing imaginable um, where it's it, it sickens me I, I think that you know Ray calling him a monster when he did what he did to, to his dad Han Solo it was, it was heartbreaking it was it was a, an emotional moment for a lot of people when, when he did that in, in episode 7 when he uh, basically you know his dad Put himself up. I think I'm gonna start crying just talking about it. You know, his dad really went all out for his son. You know, open arms, took his shield down, non-guarded, and Kylo just needed a true exorcism. You know, in that moment, um, and you know, for a long time now apparently. Um, but it was it was very sad to to to, to witness that. Um, you know, I think we were all kind of rooting for Kylo to come back to the light. But, of course, the writers of Star Wars can't do that because then the movie doesn't get made. It's, it's the antagonist protagonist that makes a great story, guys, both in life 
and in movies and books, any story, right? So, um, they're going to begin to engage in battle, um, the light and the dark, you know, with, with Kylo being the beacon of darkness, if, there is, if that is such a term, and Rey being the beacon of light, you know. Snoke will be the, the man behind the shadows for Kylo, and Luke will be the man behind the shadows, or maybe there isn't a shadow um, when Rey is uh, immersed in light. Um, but she'll have some tugs to the dark side, right? Somehow there, she'll find some things out that disappoint her, and she's going to be like, oh, you know, and, and Kylo's going to try to seduce her over to the dark side, and he's going he's gonna to start catching a feeling or two for her. But she's too strong-willed and too good of a heart to even tolerate that shit for longer than an instant, and she's going to put the hammer down on his canuts and be like, yo, uh-uh. You know, and, and Kylo, I don't know if they'll show it too much. They're going to foreshadow it by the end of the movie, but Kylo, the, the, the attraction. You know what? I could be completely wrong. They might be related. Uh, forgive me for, <laughs> for those of you that are, have been listening to this whole thing pissed off because somebody did tell me they might be related. But you know what? Hey, Game of Thrones, baby. I mean, just because they're related, eh? doesn't mean. No. If they are related, then I guess I'm, I'm wrong with that whole analysis. If they they aren't related my prediction is what it says but if they're family it's going to be a, a different uh, it'll still be a, a struggle between the light and the dark between them but it, there won't be a romantic connection uh, in the end John Begonia or Finn will end up with Ray. Um, uh, that'll probably be by the time episode 9 rolls around but it might happen toward, I think that they'll start developing a relationship in this movie you know, Kylo will probably be jealous, um, and he'll see he'll see that right, and he's gonna it's gonna make him more frustrated. And rather than being a bigger man and letting go, um, he'll uh, if they're not related, he'll he'll try to boss status and uh, go deeper into the dark, deeper into the darkness. Um, you know, trying to to strong armor. <laughs> Who knows? Um, um, so yeah, that's my analysis. It'll be interesting to see who Snoke is or what the relation is or correlation. Um, but um, in the end, I am excited to see where they leave off. You know, they can't they can't finish everything and they'll have to leave us hanging going into episode nine so that people want to come back. But I just hope that they don't leave us with blue balls too much, right? I don't want to walk out of the theater like, ah. I can't wait till two years from now. You know, I want to be able to live my life. You know what I mean? I want to be able to not have that cliffhanging gut, like, upset thing where I'm just, like, strung along for another two years. Disney, don't do that to me. Don't do that to us, please. Thank you. Appreciate that, Disney. Um, anyway, I talked about the, the hand thing with Luke Skywalker. Luke is a... Uh, is a biblical name, and the right hand is the hand of God. I don't know if you knew this. For some reason, Luke lost his right hand. I don't know if George Lucas intentionally wanted to have the parallel between the two when he had that going, uh, but it was his dad that, um, that cut off his right hand, right? His dad on the dark side that cut off his right hand, his hand of God. So it'll be interesting to see if there, if that was somehow foreshadowing later in life to him having his own experience with the dark side at some point um, I think that you know Disney's going to make it unpredictable and I think anything's fair game so it is exciting kind of going into this as being able to watch it all unfold before our eyes um, I think that's probably enough on my analysis and foreshadowing for what my hypothesis uh, is of, of what will happen and transpire Nevertheless, though, before I leave Star Wars altogether as uh, a talking point, I will say that I bought a keyboard recently, uh, Yamaha, Yamaha, and uh, I bought the sheet music for Star Wars Episode uh, Seven by John Williams, is it? Anyway, I'm excited to self-teach myself how to play a little Star Wars, because nothing, you know, gets chicks 
hornier than uh, playing Star Wars music on your keyboard, right? When you have them over. Um, anyway, uh, it is it is cool um, to tie the music connection back to my life after uh, having spent some time with my dad here. You know, the musician, obviously. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but playing music is actually one of the best mental exercises you can do. Um, you know, they have these mental exercise apps that you can buy on your phone, which I actually participate in, but none of them are going to give you the mental work out that playing music and teaching yourself music and learning music does, an instrument specifically. Um, so I am excited to strengthen my myelin sheaths that have to do with my music side of the brain. Um, yeah. So uh, maybe I'll play a little bit of uh, Star Wars for you guys in the future. Um, another thing I treated myself to recently, uh, humble brag, was Battlefront 2 uh, on PS4. So Battlefront 2 is the new Star Wars game. And you can be any of the Star Wars characters. Uh, you can be Rey, you can be some new chick that I on the dark side, right? Apparently in this next movie they're going to have... Um, you know, they've got BB-8 and R2-D2. All the droids have always been good in the past, but apparently they've got some dark droids in the next, uh, in this upcoming Star Wars, and you can see them in Battlefront 2, uh, as well as some random chick. So maybe Kylo does have a, maybe that's foreshadowing that there's going to be a chick that Kylo teams up with on the dark side. I don't know. You know, I'm just maybe such a hopeless romantic. Actually, I'm not a hopeless romantic. I am a very non-hopeless Romantic. I'm I'm a romantic with a great amount of hope, <laughs> uh, but uh, maybe I'm too like obsessed with this idea that Kylo is gonna fall in love with Rey, and that's what's gonna bring him back to the light. That I forget about the option that maybe he's, you know, he's just gonna meet a, a chick with with a soul as black as his. Who knows? Um. So I, che I, I recommend playing Battlefront 2. You guys got to check it out. Another thing that I tried recently on a random dorky note is, uh, have you tried the new PS4 virtual reality? You can actually, um, there's a game, there's a Batman, Arkham VR, um, you know, Batman, and you, you can actually, you are Batman in the game. It's crazy. I tried it and it's freaking awesome. Like, you, you, like, look in the mirror, and you're dressed up as Batman. It's it's trippy, man. It's really trippy. It made me... It makes me feel like I'm Batman. <laughs> so, as you can see, I've been very focused on not hanging out with ladies lately. Um, speaking of that, yeah, you know, as soon as I got fired from my Just Benefits, I really really uh, absorbed myself in uh, Star Wars video games, uh, trying out virtual reality and buying a piano so that I can uh, so that I can play a little bit of uh, Star Wars for the next lady that I court. No, um, lady life is good. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying, you know, the girls that I've mentioned in the past, they're all, they all seem to be doing well. Um, you know, some of them have, I feel like I'm, a, there's a lot of girls that I intertwine my life with that um, find what they're looking for after our chemical catalyst reaction. I, I am a catalyst for them finding love. Not through me, but somehow there's this weird chemical reaction that takes place when I hang out with girls that catapults them into finding the right guy for them as soon as our time together has come to an end. Uh, break that down how you will, but there's data to, to back up that fact. Uh, there's a lot of data uh, and, and uh, concrete examples, objective examples that can, can back that fact up. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm an ambassador, basically. Um, so uh, I'm happy, man. I... Uh, I'm happy. I'm 
talking with a couple TV shows right now about potentially rotating the crops on camera for for and with them, um, and then doing it for me. It's a two-way street, um, and I'm excited about it. I'm not going to mention any names uh, at this point, but there are a couple shows that I'm talking with. I'm getting regular stage time in comedy, and uh, really having a great time with it. You know, continuing to grow. I'm, you know, and we've got. I'm in 301 Improv at UCB right now. We've got a class show uh, on Monday, so I'm basically in. There's there's four levels. I'm in the third level up. Um, after the fourth level, there's an advanced study that you have to audition to get in. And that's it, right? So I'm making a lot of progress. I'm feeling progress. We we've got an improv coach who's really um, really uh, funny. He's a really funny guy. So outside of my, my class that I'm taking, I have an improv group where we've hired a coach on our own dime and our own um, kind of resources who we meet on a weekly basis. So it's double the amount of improv practice with two different groups, one being a class and one being a kind of our own indie group. We'll probably do shows starting in the new year. Um, getting a lot of stand-up in. Um talking to those TV shows. I've got some upcoming dates in December. A lot of them are at the Lantern. Definitely get at me at laughatmicholdroid.com if you want to see some. This Saturday night, I'm doing a midnight show at the Lantern. Uh, come check us out. Um, I've had a lot of friends. I've had the luxury and, and pleasure of having a lot of friends come visit New York over the last month or two. Uh, a lot of them from St. Louis, Missouri, you know, that I went to high school with and uh, middle school, etc. People that really go way back that are that are really really close, and we've we've shared a great history, and um, you know they've come and supported me, which has been really awesome and, and appreciated by me. Unfortunately, the first couple kind of didn't. I, did, I I got nervous, right, because I wanted to do well for them, so I, I kind of didn't do as well as I would have liked, um, and that was kind of a little bit sad on my end you know uh, I did do well my, when my dad came out the first night he came out so I'm glad that he got to see something that he liked um, and, and, and had fun with um, and then last night I had a, a couple friends come out so shout out to Mike Hossemuller shout out to Chris Colesworthy and their wives and fiancés uh, as well as Corey McCartney who came out to a show last night uh, with his wife and uh, luckily the magic button was turned on last night I killed it um, and it was nice to be able to do that for them uh, as well as the rest of the crowd right and myself uh, it was a blast I, I was having a lot of fun on stage and you know when you feel it's like the force right to use a Star Wars example you kind of have to turn off your brain and feel it um, and trust your instincts and slow down your breathing and, and stop thinking about oh I gotta be funny I gotta be funny and, and just be one with with the crowd be one with the moment and um allow the humor to come out you know it's like it's like you can't really use the restroom on command you have to let it out when the time is right and that's what you have to be able to train yourself to do as a comedian train yourself to be able to let it out and, and harness and kind of time when it's going to be ready to excrete the humor i'm speaking of not uh not anything else you dirty and disgusting minded human beings no i love you um, isn't it fun to playfully flirt with your audience? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and after the show last night, we went to the... It's called the Fat Black Pussycat. It's part of the Comedy Cellar. And I uh, had a couple drinks there. Talked about comedy. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And met a, a comedian that's really doing well in the city. His name is Mike Vecchioni. I, I've seen him perform a bunch of different parts around the city. Comic strip... He's a regular at the Comedy Cellar, and uh, we struck up a, a convo in the bathroom. It was good. We were uh, urinating and uh, having a good convo, and then went our separate ways. It was a, it was a bromantic situation. Um, yeah, so come out to some shows if you guys are in New York. Uh, I'd love it. I, I, I love when people come watch me do comedy, obviously, right? That's, that's why I do it. Um, talked about my lady life if you guys have specific questions always feel free to ask 
I probably won't be going into much detail, and I definitely won't be sharing names, but I can, I can give you guys a taste. Um, I think I'll uh, wrap things up by kind of just sharing um, uh, one goal, which is I'm, I want to start a YouTube channel. Uh, I'm going to get a green screen. I uh, got the camera already, and I want to start a YouTube channel, and I'm either going to just have it be random stories or my take on certain things that are going on in the world or that have gone on, right? Like either a rant on something or just, hey, um, you know, I was, you know, the, the Disney day, the, uh, my take on things, so, you know, Star Wars is an example. When, when um, after I see the movie here in a couple of days, I could do like a 10 minute uh, video slash uh, breakdown of my surmises on it. Um, you know, I can, I'm going to continue to do that type of stuff in my podcast, but that's just an example. A shorter 10 minute recurring um, kind of stories and or um, my thoughts on things. Oh, I know that's vague, but it should be fun. You know, hopefully I can get it figured out and, you know, become cool and famous like Justin Bieber because that's what matters in life. You know, it's like, ooh, how many uh, YouTube subscribers do you have? Okay, cool. Guess what? Nobody cares. Okay, cool. Um, you guys watching the stock market futures for tomorrow right now? It's actually 11.15 p.m. in New York right now. I do have the stock market futures on. I don't even fully understand stock market futures. Futures are predictions based on the world market and after hours, news updates. Uh, let's see here, the Disney Company and 21st Century Fox. Something about a deal, a landslide? Hmm. Maybe my stock in Disney is not going to go up. I don't know what that's about. I need to do more research before I fill your eardrums with nonsense. Um, nevertheless, hopefully the rest of this podcast, though some may say it's nonsensical, I hope that you got something out of it. If nothing more than just entertainment. I hope that you're not dumber having listened to my podcast. I hope that it was somewhat stimulating and intellectually arousing for you in some way, shape, or form. Um, but by Zeus, I love you. I love me. I love us. You know, it's good to have self-love, guys. It's it's important to to love yourself and love others, right? That's what that's what that's what I'm trying to say. All right. Go enjoy Star Wars Episode Eight: The Return or The Last Jedi. And um, let's get back together here soon and talk about it. Enjoy the holiday season. Go check out. Uh, go go decorate a tree or a Hanukkah bush. Go decorate a Christmas tree, a Hanukkah bush, or whatever it is that Kwanzaa. Go celebrate Kwanzaa uh, and, and many other many other things. Enjoy the holidays. It's a time to be merry, lighthearted, and joyful. All right. I love you. All right. Peace. That was a platonic kiss for the guys and a sensual kiss for the ladies. And by sensual, you know, I don't mean to take away from, uh, you know, like, I don't want you to feel like a number, ladies, um, because I just blew that kiss to all of you. Uh, I want you each to know that uh, yes, that may be a mass-produced kiss. That 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 may be a mass-produced kiss right there. But take it in a friendly type of way, right? Take it in a uh, a, a kiss to the masses type way, right? Um, and if I happen to kiss you as an individual in person, then you can appreciate that one for the unique kiss a unique person that you are that it's intended for alright I better I better stop talking um I'm gonna go uh take a nap for about 8 hours uh, 8 to 9 hours get up tomorrow 
and grind like a mofo, right? Progress. All right. Peace out.